It's time for the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub here in Rochester. My name is Neil Rule. He is a coach, Greg Campy. Happy to have everybody out. Hey, you can give it up. That's right. Big, big 12 win in tow. Feel, yeah, go ahead, guys. Carry it to late, as I like to say. But, uh, Coach, you know, big win, uh, like we talked about, at Oklahoma State. That was a Big 12 victory uh, for you guys, and uh, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Uh, you know, I, I, I think everybody here and the people that have heard my preseason talks that have been around for a long time know I usually don't talk like I did in the preseason, but I, I thought there was some disrespect to our program and to the, our players that, you know, we, we were 0-9 a year ago, lost to Michigan in overtime, who was a number one seed in the NCAA tournament, got better and better and better, got to a conference championship game, and you come back with the majority of your cast. Uh, I mean, we lost two role players, and you're picked sixth in the league. I, I just think that, you know, we were all a little surprised by that, and especially with the addition of Jamal Kane, who I think people see now why I was raving about him. And... Uh, so I think it was just a good feeling to – I think people can now understand why I was chirping the way I was chirping before about our team and about our prospects. Now, we haven't done anything. I mean, we, we had a chance to beat West Virginia and couldn't get it done, and, and then we had a chance to beat Oklahoma State, and we did get it done. But that doesn't mean we're in the NSA tournament. That doesn't mean anything other than it'll sure help our seeding if we do get to the NSA tournament. So it was a great week, a great week. I was really excited, really proud of them. Uh, the thing I like the most about them, Neil, is they are a great group of kids. They're very coachable. Um, it's it's awesome going to practice every day and, and knowing that, you know, they want to be coached. And, uh, boy, they play hard, too. God, they play hard. And it's been a couple years. I mean, that, that used to be something that was a staple of Oakland basketball. In the last few years, we've kind of gotten away from it. And uh, it's really good to see it back. You know, you, you talked about Jamal Cain, Coach, and you, for me, calling the games and, and seeing him play, again, in, in these Big 12 buildings at West Virginia and Oklahoma State. He, he was the best yeah, yeah. player on the floor in both games, and, and, there's, and, and there's I don't no think debate. it was close. Yeah, there, there was and, no and debate. Fans from the other teams were coming up to me and saying, I wish we had number one, I wish we had, you know, I wish we had number 34, I wish we had this, you know, but – Everybody there. I mean, he got a rebound in the West Virginia game that I – Keith Benson used to amaze me with some of his rebounds, but the the offensive rebound – no, it was a defensive rebound where he went up over the two West Virginia players who were both 6'9", 6'10", or whatever, and they both had elevated. And he went over and just reached two hands over the top of him and pulled it. it was one of the most spectacular rebounds I've ever seen. And it was just a play – it didn't lead to anything. It just meant it was our ball, you know. But it was just the athleticism and, and that. It just – it was fun to watch. You know, Camp, the thing for me when, when I see him play, his hand is above everybody else's hand all the time. His yeah. hand is the highest hand up there. And you're talking about Oklahoma State. You got McDonald's All-Americans out there, transfers from Kansas, uh, two-time back-to-back state high school players of the year. I mean, you have four-star, five-star guys out there. He was the best athlete out there, period, end of story. It's not up for debate. And one of the things that I really want to speak to is that we we did an assessment 
of our program. And one of the things that I was very disappointed in is our strength. And, um, you know, for Trey and for Micah, it's a part of growth and growing up, you know. But we would have hands on, ball, ball, on the ball last year on the glass and come down and lose it. And now we're not, that's not happening. When we get our hands on the ball now, I mean, Trey Townsend made some just unbelievable offensive rebounds against that level of competition where it looked like he made them look like, you know, a lesser level of competition. And a lot of it has to do with the strength that he put on since last year. And I want to give our strength coach, Terry, a ton of credit for that. Uh, I had a pro scout come in to see Jamal, who was from the Milwaukee Bucks. And the first thing he said to me is, holy cow, what have you guys done to him? <laughs> you know, he, he's put 15, 20 pounds on. And his strength, and, and when he made those plays in the games last week, he, he finished them. And that, that's what strength does. And I, I think there's a great deal of confidence. And you could talk to Trey about it later when he's on. But with Micah and Trey and Jamal and, and uh, even Jalen Moore is stronger. And they're finishing plays that they physically could make the play, but maybe they didn't have the strength to finish the play. And we are finishing plays this year. We're just not going in and, oh, almost. We are snatching the ball. When you out-rebound two Big 12 opponents – by 20 rebounds. It's not luck. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and you have 29 offensive rebounds in those two games. Now, we've got talented players that can do that. But doing it in that environment, uh, that was really good to see. And, and I'm so pleased with what we've done strength-wise. And our, our nutritionist, Carrie, who has done a, just a fabulous job with our players. And the commitment that we as a program have made to strength conditioning and uh, nutrition I think is paying off now yeah I mean you see it out there like I talk about you see it out there just with the stature of, of of the guys and everything like that speaking of Trey Townsend he's in the house tonight he'll join us up here at about seven fifteen. and oh by the way another guy another Townsend used to coach in the building as well Skip will be here also so we'll talk with them uh, about the uh, bloodline of Oakland basketball I guess you could say we're also taking your questions on Twitter with the hashtag AskCampy fire those away streaming live on Facebook live the Golden Grizzlies Facebook page as well so we're getting interactive with it any way that you guys want to interact with the show certainly feel free to do that but the season is off and running uh, as we talked about and can't be a little bit later on we'll get in a busy probably the busiest week uh, of the year for Oakland basketball just with the game tomorrow at the arena against Toledo which make your way on out you know we'll, we'll be there blacktop uh, the environment will be as it always is at the arena and then back on the road at Alabama uh, a team I think, Coach, that we'll talk more about later, a, th a team I think is a realistic national championship contender, the tournament down in South Florida as well. So there certainly is a lot to get to. But, you know, let, let's Are we going to have a show next week? No, we got the Thanksgiving break oh, next okay. week. and then uh, Yeah, there's a lot going on uh, for sure. The, the uh, two games this week, and I don't know how many tickets we had less, left. I heard it wasn't a lot. Uh, but we, I surely would like to fill that place up. And, and, you know, we haven't been home in front of a crowd in a year and whatever. Yeah, I've got some kids that are really good. And coming off that win, I think we deserve to 
get that place rocking. And we're playing a really good mid-major team in Toledo. They're ranked uh, ahead of us in the top 25. And uh, it would be a hell of a win for us, one I feel we have to get. And, you know, again, I think the crowd would have a lot to do with it. Yeah, there is no doubt about that. We've seen it happen many, many times. But, again, Coach, you know, just kind of take us through that Oklahoma State game because coming down the stretch, you know, I saw it on Twitter. Everybody was on pins and needles. That was a classic college basketball game. It, it had that NCAA tournament feel to it. You know, it, it, Just being there in the building, I thought the Oklahoma State fans kind of took on that persona of, oh, you know, like these guys are cute and stuff like that. Like this is fun, but we'll go on that run and, and we'll pull away. But we just well, never wavered. Well, I think, I think they did make that run, and, and uh, we talked as a team about it. We knew they w- would. I mean, we would have, if we were in their shoes, we would have expected to make a run in our own building. But what we did is we, once they got ahead, is we got back and we got the lead back. And then they got a, back ahead and we got the lead back. And, and that, that can be very discouraging to a team that believes they should be winning and to a fan base. And what a, what a, what an environment that place is that, that you know that's a historic old building um it's i've tried to take the team to the best arenas in the country and i'm i would put that in my top five i just it's an awesome place and we were there last year without fans you know a couple thousand upstairs but to be there you know with their student section right behind our bench and and the amount i said this on post game the amount of noise that was in that building when Jalen Moore was at the free throw line was some, I've never heard that. And I've been everywhere. Yeah. I've been everywhere and never heard that kind of noise. And for Jalen to handle that pressure and bury those two free throws, uh, it says a lot about him. It also says a lot about our team. You know, Kemp, you, you look at it too, just with the facilities and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we got a tour of their locker room and their lounge and things like that. I mean, it was on par with the Pistons at Little Caesars well, Arena. I mean, it was unbelievable. But that's what we battle against. I mean, there's right. teams in our league that have stuff like that. So it's not just <laughs> <laughs> go to Wright State and see their facilities. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's what college basketball is about. We're a little bit behind the times on that kind of stuff. But it's something we have to battle, and hopefully someday that will change. We're we're trying to change it. We're trying to raise the money to change it. and anybody out there knows somebody that's got 11 million dollars they'd like their name on the on our practice facility shoot send, a text out. send them to me because yeah. we fight i'm telling you we fight that in our league it's it's just not it's just the way it is at any at most schools so uh not most schools most schools that that are good most schools that strive to be great so um it's something we're trying to get done Camp, you know something that popped in my mind about last week, too, with the West Virginia and Oklahoma State game? You guys, and, and look, the opponent certainly has a lot to do with this. The location certainly has a lot to do with it. It's not like we went in there and shot 59% and was 53% from behind the three-point line. Like, we we, scra- we scrapped with them, both the sides. <clears throat> we scrapped with them both the that entire was, time. That was our 12th win against the high majors in since we went to division one uh which is a pretty spectacular number to be honest with you the only other one that was any similar to that was houston where it was a low scoring defensive battle every other time we've been able to beat those schools it's in a shootout you know we beat tennessee 70 87 to 82 or some number like that we we uh beat oregon you know, at Oregon in, in a high-scoring game. 
because we had really good players who could really good offensive players. And this team's different. This team's built different. It's uh, our strength is the defensive end of the of the court, and uh, we've we've played those two games. You know, seven point loss to uh, West Virginia and a win at Oklahoma State, and we shot in the thirties. You know, if, if we'd have gone to Oklahoma State with our past teams and shot thirty some percent, we'd have been we'd have been Cooked. beat eighty to twenty. Yeah. You know, last year we went to Oklahoma State and Rashad went nuts from the three, and uh, I think Jalen Moore had a big game from the three, and we made shots and and we lost eighty something to seventy something. We were in the game, we led with five minutes to go, but it was all from the offensive end. I like this. I really like this. I, I think we have a chance to play in with anybody if we continue to guard with the athleticism and emotion and intelligence that we're guarding with. And we, we held West Virginia to 27 points in the first half, and we held Oklahoma State to 22. Oklahoma State had 50-some in their first game in the first half. And, and I just I think you, you really have to credit our players with how hard they're playing. And then the other side of that is, man, are we rebounding the basketball. And Good defense ends with a rebound. And, and speaking of rebounding, we'll talk with one of those guys that's been grabbing a lot of those rebounds, and his dad as well. Trey Townsend will join us when we come back, as will Skip Townsend, <laughs> as we will take our first break of the Greg Campy Show. Don't forget, we'll get to your tweets as well, all that and more. You're listening to the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the interactive home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay. Get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA. This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for, Lisa. How is your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at HenryFord.com slash sports. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248 1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. 
Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We are live at RJ's Pub. You know it's pizza night as well. $6 pizzas up in here. You can't go wrong with the pizzas here at RJ's, so come on out uh, whenever you want. I know Taco's on special tomorrow. It's the spot, man. If, if you're in and around the Rochester, Rochester Hills area, RJ's is the, uh, the official spot. We'll just say it. Uh, like that and right now as promised we're joined by trey townsend and his father skip former oakland basketball player current oakland basketball player uh it certainly is a family affair uh for these guys and we'll talk about that in, in just a couple of minutes but but trey we'll start with you uh you know just backing up to what we talked about with coach campy you're on the road at west virginia you know the book i mean you're a basketball fan you you know what basketball is like there oklahoma state as well and you guys went in there and for every punch that they landed, you landed one, and vice versa. For every punch you landed, they landed one. And th that was college basketball at a very, very high level that you guys played. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. You know, going in there, uh, not having played in front of a, a huge crowd like that, environment like that coming out of last year was something that we were all, you know, looking forward to. We were, all had nerves and stuff like that. But, you know, we were able to build our own momentum and play feed off of each other's energy whether it was a big dunk from Jamal or a three-pointer from Lamp or something like that, that just uh, all fed into each other's uh, energy and kind of got us going. You know, you look at it too, Trey, where I, I talked about the level of, of players, the level of recruits that are out there on the floor. You know, you got McDonald's All-Americans and stuff like that. And I've always given you credit from the second I saw you play your first minute here at Oakland. You never got caught up in any of that. None of that stuff ever phased you or anything like that. You don't say a lot out there. You don't show a lot of emotion. The shot goes off the rim, you go get the ball, you hand it to Jalen, you go up the floor, you run your play. You never get caught up in any of that. Why is that? You know, just because I've always grown up with basketball is just playing hard. It's never really about all the, you know, extra stuff, all the publicity, all the stuff like that. It's all just about how hard you work on the floor, and that's kind of my MO. That's how I go about my business out there. Like you said, it's whoever's going to get that rebound is going to be the one who's working the hardest for it. So that's how I go about it. Uh, you certainly do put that work in. And uh, as we go to your dad, Skip, who's here with us, you know, we, we got to ask you, Skip. I mean, I, I got I'm father of young boys and stuff like that. And, you know, just for you, what's it like, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, all these games and all this stuff, what's it like to sit there and uh, watch your son out there performing at the highest level? Uh, it's really uh, almost indescribable, just uh, the pride that uh, my wife and I have, just seeing him uh, confidently uh, performing and executing at that high level. It really makes us proud. Yeah, and, you know, basketball is a family affair through your, you know, obviously your dad played uh, <laughs> at Oakland, your mom played at Oakland yeah. as well. I mean, there was never a doubt as, as to what you were going to do, right, where you were going? A hundred percent. This has always been my dream, and no matter what I knew, I wanted to end up here, so happy made that happen and for you guys that are here if you're listening out there if you go to the golden grizzlies instagram page there's a picture of trey in in the camp when he was a you know a young kid and i mean not super young you just you've always looked young <laughs> how old were you in that picture that was believe it or not that was going into my freshman year of high school even though i looked yeah. like i was like eight years old <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so freshman year we have the the side by side and uh it, it looks exactly like him but i've been dying to ask you this skip and i never really got the opportunity did you? How did you prepare Trey for playing for Coach Campy? Be real with us. <laughs> don't just don't just give us the radio bit, you know. Well, no, the, the the easiest part was we had season tickets always behind Oakland's bench, so <laughs> so he knew literally his entire life. He's seen Coach Campy at work, and we uh, when he was very young, we used to say, "You're going to hear some emergency words from Coach." You know, don't emergency uh, take words. That I in. like that one. 
And then, uh, you know, when he got closer to, he might decide to try and play there, uh, just, you know, uh, being comfortable with himself that uh, it's different when you're watching other people receive that, uh, those words and uh, versus when you're receiving them yourself. Well, Skip, I always use the phrase, and people have heard me when I call the games, uh, tutorials is, is, what, is what I like to call sometimes. You know, you get a tutorial, right, Trey, from time to time? You can call it something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Talking with Trey Townsend, uh, his dad, Skip Townsend. The, uh, both his parents played at Oakland. Of course, Trey in there uh, doing his thing right now. Uh, and, and, Trey, I know that everybody on the court knew what you guys were capable of. You know you go to battle with these guys every day. You lift all the weights and all that kind of stuff. Were, were you, I don't want to say were you surprised because you know what you're capable of, but just in terms of what Coach Campy was talking about, the way that you guys went into West Virginia and Oklahoma State and punched them in the mouth on the glass. Because rebounding, look, rebounding's a want-to game. Uh, Skip, I think you would, you would agree with that, right? I mean, rebounding yes. is a want-to business. There's no, there's no tricks to get rebounds or anything like that. You have to want the ball more than the other man wants the ball. Were you surprised the way that you guys as a team went in there and dominated the glass? You know, like you said, I wouldn't say I was surprised because uh, uh, working with these guys all summer, I knew what we were capable of, and I was just mostly happy that uh, everyone could see all the hard work that we've been putting into this. And it's, these teams were great athletes like that, but, you know, our team doesn't have terrible athletes either. So it was just great to, you know, finally get some recognition for how talented this group of guys is that we have and how well we play off of each other and, if one person tips the ball, the other person's going to get it. Just all that one after another keep coming. It's just great to see. Were you surprised a little bit, Skip? No, I just echo <laughs> what he said. Not, not surprised. Hard worker. Hard working team. No, and, and again, you know, you, you were here. You heard the conversation that, that Coach Campy and, and I were talking about with, with Jamal Kane and what he brings to the party. He, his hand, as I said, his hand is always the highest hand. What's that like going up against that in practice? It's got to be frustrating at times, I would imagine, right? You know, it can be a little frustrating, but it obviously makes me a better rebounder myself. Having someone that athletic and that quick that I have to work on boxing out every day is going to help me against, you know, guys with that athleticism and that size going into the season. And also playing with them in the games, seeing at West Virginia, Oklahoma State, is the most satisfying feeling boxing someone out and not, I'm knowing I'm not going to get the rebound but I see Jamal flying over top of someone and grab it so that's pretty satisfying to watch as well and he certainly is flying up over everybody and uh and getting those rebounds as well talking with Trey Townsend obviously his father uh Skip Townsend as well we'll get to uh questions on Twitter uh coming up in just a little bit but you know as I was talking about with coach Campy this team and you guys and coaches talked about it something that I've noticed too the way you guys go to battle for each other, um, it's it's different, man. I mean, it is. And, and certainly Oakland's had great teams in the past, and, and guys have gotten along and been great teammates and all that kind of stuff. You guys, That's the best way I can say it, Trey. Like, you guys go to battle for each other. Yeah, definitely. And that started right when we got here in June. You know, last year, I'm not knocking anything about the team from last year, but with the, having COVID, we weren't able to go out and, you know, do team bonding exercises right. and stuff like that. So the great thing about this year is right when we got here in June, you know, once a week we would try to do something like with the whole team, try to get everyone together, get everyone comfortable with each other. Because a lot of people, you know, we have a bunch of guys from Texas, a lot of guys from all over, not all being from here. So trying to have everyone get comfortable around in Michigan. And uh, at the end of our summer session, we all had a team get together at uh, Smitty's uh, Lake House. And that was that was like the moment where I was like, all right, all these guys, we all love each other. It's going to be a great year, and now it's starting to show uh, on the court. No, there, there is no doubt about that. And 
I, I talk about the fact that we open it up to questions from Twitter. We have a question for you that somebody wanted to ask. You cool with that? We're yeah, going to put you on the spot a little bit. Yep. You see it? Okay. Uh, we have one from Steve L. here that wants to know. Uh, he says, I love your style of play. I believe if you keep getting better, you'll be one of the Oakland greats because you can adapt and play the two, the three, the four. It seems like this team's this year's team is different than last year's past, or from years past, excuse me. What about this year's team do you like the most and why? Um, I would say probably just our defensive like we're a defensive minded team uh we control you know the tempo of games really well and i think we play out of our defense very well and the thing that i was surprised with was how quick jamal was able to and i don't even throw chris in there jamal and chris are able to learn the zone and play that well right away and that's something that is you know giving us confidence on the offensive end holding teams to not scoring on a lot of possessions stopping runs helps us build our runs and that's just helping us put ball in the hoop ball in the hoop Skip, I got to ask you, when you saw Oakland in a zone, was, was it like that? You know, you just kind of got a smile on your face? Or, you know, what, what was your first thought when you saw Oakland in the zone? Yeah, it definitely was a, a natural feeling, you know, back way back in my era. You know, we led the nation in scoring and, and we're very much offensive-minded. So to flip the script and to see how they're playing now was, was surprising. Yeah, Skip, I have a Twitter question from uh, Neil R., uh, Neil R. wants to know, when, when was the first time Trey beat you one-on-one -on -one in the driveway? Uh, I think technically I'm undefeated. <laughs> I don't think I've played that many times, to be honest. You know, I was playing one-on-one -on -one with my mom a lot, though. She, yeah. she beat me a good amount. But, you know, I would say, yeah, definitely play one-on-one -on -one with my mom. And, and that's true. I, you know, I ruptured my Achilles when he was two, uh, oh, playing rec right. league ball, and I retired at that point. You retired from the competitive basketball. Yeah. Do you think you think right now – in your dad's prime, do you think you could take him? I'll put you on the spot. You know, honestly, yes. Like he'll tell you probably if this question arises, the only thing that he will confidently say that he is better than me in is shooting free throws. So I think I'll be able to take him in a one-on-one. Well, I mean, Skip, he's crafty in the post. I mean, he does have a little bit of a throwback post game. But where did he learn that one from, Skip? Uh, I would say from his mom. You know, yeah. his mom was quite the player. Yeah. And uh, some of his moves are very reminiscent of, of her style of play. <laughs> talking with Trey Townsend and his dad, Skip. Uh, just talking Oakland basketball here in the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub. So, Trey, I have to ask you, what's, what's the ceiling for this team? I mean, is there a ceiling for this team? How far can this team go, I guess, is the long way of what I'm trying to ask. You know, obviously we're all believing, you know, Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four team with how we went in there, play those two Big 12 teams, just seeing how we improve day-to-day -day, each practice we all come very competitive and it just you know we're not we're not afraid to back down from anyone and that's what we noticed this past week and that's what we're going to see going to Alabama and playing against Michigan State and these teams that we're never going to back down from anyone we're not scared if they have those McDonald's All-Americans or those five stars because we're going to work just as hard if not harder than you and going to make it difficult uh, yeah absolutely and that is something too Trey I'm glad you brought that up because for me there is like a, a bit of a galvanizing moment when you win that basketball game just because it does show you. I mean, you know, like you guys know you can do it, but you still do have to see it, yep. right? I mean, you have to see it to believe it at some point. hundred percent. Like last year, a lot of close games that we were always talking like, oh, we're almost there, you know, kind of moral victories. And it's, you know, great to see actual victories out on the floor, not just being able to say, oh, well, 
you know, we played really well. Oh, we, we were close. You know, we were close. You know, it's great to say, like you said, that we got it done and we earned it. So Absolutely. And certainly you guys will have more opportunities to do that. Toledo in town tomorrow night. And everybody come on out to the blacktop to see this guy, Trey Townsend. Trey, appreciate your time, Skip. Appreciate you uh, as well stopping by. It's great. It's great talking to you guys, man. Yeah. I love it. For Trey sure. Townsend, Thanks, Skip man. Townsend, everybody here at the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We'll take a break. Come back. We got your questions on Twitter, so get those questions in with the hashtag AskCampy. We'll read them all here. The Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And, guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. Oakland University Credit Union's new Visa Signature Credit Card rewards you for living life to the fullest. Enjoy VIP experiences, exclusive discounts, and more cash back. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Plus, pay no international transaction fees. Open your Visa Signature card today. Visit OUCreditUnion.org slash Visa Signature. Federally insured by the NCUA. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. At Henry Ford Health System, we're proud to be the official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Because our teams have a lot in common, we're all for leaving opponents in our dust, linebackers and cancer alike. And we're all for pushing ourselves to be the best because we're all for anything it takes to win. Henry Ford Health System, all for you. Official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Learn more at henryford.com slash team docs. second half of the show live at RJ's Pub, $6 pizza night, all the libations, everything you want in a sports bar is right here at RJ's Pub. Neil Rule, he is the coach at Greg Campy. Skip Townsend sticking around for a bonus segment. Yeah, I wanted to mistake because a couple things I wanted to get to with him is, you know, this is, you talk about those pictures of, of Trey and, and that, but, I, you know, when you do this as long as I've done it, to have something like this is really special for me. Um, we recruited Skip out of Anchorage, Alaska. And uh, I don't think people really remember that or understand that, that he came here, he, he gave up his world. Now, we went and played in the Alaskan shootout a few years ago. And it's a different world up there. You, you live a different life there, Skip. It, 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 it's a different world up there. It was, I mean, it, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. It was dark. At 4 o'clock it got dark. I mean, um, but I just wanted him to talk a little bit about that. His mom, who... In all the years, is one of the favorite moms I ever, ever dealt with. Uh, had our team over when we when we played in the Great Alaskan Shootout. I think it was in 2016. Had the team over. Skip made the trip. 
Um, I don't remember if Trey was there. Was Trey was not my daughter. Was. Your daughter was there, yeah. I knew that somebody was. Um, but tell us, what was that like? I mean, you're talking about you're 18 years old and you leave Anchorage to come to a place you, you had no idea or clue what could possibly be like in, in Rochester, Michigan. It was absolutely different. Um, visited a lot in the lower 48, as we call it, uh, but had never lived outside of Alaska. So just um, to experience life in the big city, so to speak. And uh, the, the thing that was most different was just being so far from home, as you mentioned, very close with my mother. And I think about that with Trey and now with Zachary, who's at Oakland as well. That, you know, they're home all the time and they're 15 minutes from home. And, you know, I got home for six days over Christmas break. And that was it. I didn't see my family from August to April otherwise. So just a big adjustment, but um, you know, it all uh, worked out in the end, so to speak. How cool is it for you and Nicole to you know, be able to come to the arena and see him play, but more importantly, the legacy of you know, that you and, and her, you met here, you, you know, all the things that have happened in your life. He came to camp since he was like eight years old. Probably seven. He was seven. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the two of them, you know, um, and we always said he was going to play here, and now he is. Yeah, you know, the pride that we have, and it's just really nice that um, they're playing in a place that's familiar, not only to us, but to them since they've been around it their whole lives. Um, but we, you know, we tried to never really push them in any one direction other than socializing them. You know, they've been around it literally since they were born, and gotten to you know have access to you and to uh, your good players over the years etc and i think that certainly built an excitement uh and uh, an enthusiasm and a passion for them that they ended up wanting to come and play sports at oakland yeah. skip we got to give the people what they want they we we need it we need a greg campy story uh give give me a good one you know i'm, put, I'm putting you on the spot for it and and then if you follow up like how has he changed throughout the years or has he changed at all uh, well, I'll start with that one, and I, it, it could be a cliche that uh, in, the, in the vein of having to walk to school both ways uphill in the snowstorm, right. but all the players from my era will say he's much more mellow now than he was back then. Does uh, that surprise you, Trey? <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that from him, too. I get after games, I that's all you were going to yell at that guy? That's all, you know, it's, it's – they. I must have been a really tough guy back then. <laughs> did, did you get your fair share of tutorials? I did uh, indeed. I did indeed. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I did, yes. But look look what he's grown up into, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, so, you molded him, Campy. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say that I think Oakland, Oakland has been very special in his life, and to, to turn his son and both sons over to the university like that is, for us, it's makes us feel real good. So I just wanted to say that yeah. on air, Skip. Appreciate yeah. you and well, everything. Thank, thanks, Coach. I appreciate yeah. you. And to your point, just the, the love and respect that Nicole and I both have for you and what you have uh, done over the years with me and other players, we absolutely were comfortable and confident trusting our pride and joy trade to you. Oh, thank you. All right. There it is, everybody. Skip Johnson. Right, appreciate, yeah, appreciate it. Oh, there, he's, he's done, <laughs> it's done, Skip. You get way too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Skip Johnson, everybody. Well, Camp uh, – it, 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 it's, it's about that time, uh, I guess, Coach, as, as we go to uh, Twitter with the hashtag AskCampy. If you want your questions asked, kind of speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, Matt Boltz, our old friend, wants to know. says, miss you all. Question for, oh, question for Skip. What was your favorite road arena or team that you played against when you were at Oakland? So 
What was it, Skip? Your favorite team you played against when you were at Oakland? Central Michigan at Rose Arena, yeah. Yeah, it was a hell of a game, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what about that game, Camp? Paint the picture for everyone. Ah, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we didn't win it, but it was a hell of a game. Uh, Brandon Scopa wants to know, were you able to talk to Barry Sanders about the upset at all? Can we get him courtside for a game at the arena this season? Yeah, I did not know he was there until you told me on the postgame show. I'd hoped he was there, but, you know, once we took the floor, I, I can't say that I sit there and kind of – Days over the crowd. Although yeah. he was in the, I saw the picture. He was in the front row, but uh, I've got to believe somewhere in the back of his mind he was happy, because you know he spent, he adopted our university, um, and we took good care of him. We, like I said, we shuttled him in and out of the arena or the Lepley Sports Center. Um, <laughs> you know, we hit him in the back back there, and he'd go and he'd play pickup, and the the students that were playing pickup after it was over. That's Barry Sanders. No, it's not. Yes, that was Barry Sanders. You know, it was, it, it was really cool. He was a good player, too. I mean, he loved playing basketball. I don't think they'd let those guys do that in this day and age. But Well, they write that in the contracts now, right? Like you, can't, you, know, you can't be messing around and pick up basketball or, or anything like that. But uh, right. it, it was cool. It was cool to have the GOAT because Camp, he's the greatest to ever do it. Oh, I think so. I, I don't think there's much of a question of that. Even though his dad doesn't think. His dad says Jim Brown's better. He's number two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, of course, uh, taking your questions here with the hashtag AskCampy. Get those last-minute ones in. Uh, Rex Walters, our color commentator for the uh, television broadcast. I'll be with Rex tomorrow on ESPN Plus for the broadcast of the game against Toledo. Hope to see everybody out there at the arena. He wants to know, Coach, what was the thought process of going on the road, taking on two Big 12 schools to start the season? Well, you know, one of the things is you have to plan when they tell you. And so uh, my philosophy on the non-league, and, I'm, you know, the players will tell you that, Smitty can tell you, I tell them, those games are for them. You know, I look back to my playing career, and when my kids, the very, very few times that my kids would ask me about it, I, my kids they really had no interest in what I did as a player or anything like that. So um, the, the few times they did ask were we're watching a football game on TV and I would say, oh, I played in that stadium, you know, or something like that. And so it, I want to have always wanted to give my players that ability to say they played in all the great venues. So a lot of what we do and the schedule we make is based on that. And then we're not going to see, you know, we've, we've really struggled to run offense in the first two games. Now, by the time we get to the NCAA tournament, if we make it, will we be able to run offense against a team like that? Yes. But right now we're not ready to run offense against a team like that. So what, it made us learn how to play. They, we had to make individual plays to score. Um, we're not going to see that in our league, but we're going to see teams. Cleveland State's going to try and pressure Jalen like West Virginia did. Well, if you can get it done against West Virginia and Oklahoma State, you can get it done against Cleveland State. If you can stop transition defense, which is, you know, to me the, the, the biggest weakness teams have are transition defense. And if we can stop Oklahoma State's transition defense, which we did based on controlling tempo, then we'll be able to do it against Wright State, who wants to run up and down the court. So those are why we play those games. And then we get a paycheck. I mean, honestly, we get a paycheck. We, you know, we, we, with Oklahoma State, we got eighty thousand dollars in a, a, a game at Oklahoma State, two games at Oklahoma State, eighty thousand dollars in a home game. 
pretty good deal. Uh, West Virginia, we got 90, $90,000 to play the game, which is when you get mad about the officiating, you, you understand some of it. Which, though, which is, know. Camp, I always right. tell you this. Yeah, every game, we're, we're usually walking back to the bus from the, down the tunnel or whatever, and I always look at you, my quote's are always the same. I say this to Smitty all the time, too. I could never do your guys' job to, to look out, to see what happens happen. But you guys know You want a though. story from West Virginia? Yes. I'll probably get in trouble for telling this. but Oh, that's how you know it's going to be good. I'm 30, 38 years in this business. <laughs> I, I guess I They're can not going to come get you at RJ's and take you away or anything, Cam. Yeah, well, we're the, we're the, on this radio station at this time, we're the most listened to Highest show rated show. Country, right. Yeah. So we're, we're, what, six points ahead of West Virginia. They have 16 fouls. There's 12 minutes to go in the half. And Bob Huggins is out at half court. And he, he's, he's using words that are four letters and begin with F. And, and there might be the word mother in there. And he's right in that official's face, maybe calling him, that, calling the official that. And... The next possession, they come down, and we, uh, Jalen Moore, we get a transition. Jalen goes up, lays it off the glass, and some big dude comes out and slaps it off. Automatic goaltending. Ball hit the backboard. Automatic goaltending. No judgment. Automatic. Not called. Egregious. Big, big play. Big play because we were up six. Now they go down and score. It's a four-point play. Ball goes out of bounds or something. I step on the floor, and I say to the guy, and this is all I said, I said, how do three Big 12 officials miss that call? And the same guy that just got that, as you say, t tutorial from Huggins, looked at me and said, if you don't shut up and sit down, it's going to get really ugly for you. <laughs> he was a tough guy all of a sudden, right? Now, I've coached 38 years. I've never heard that from an official before. So a little bit later... Oh, no. So there's 11 minutes going to half, right? And they've got six fouls. Well, the half ends and they still have six fouls. And they don't get their first their foul until three minutes into the second half. And I would guarantee you no Bob Huggins team has ever gone 13 minutes without committing a foul, ever. Even back at Walsh College in 1978, right. that didn't happen. Okay? And so... I mentioned that to the official with about five or six minutes to go in the game. And now he tries to bait me. He says, why do you think that is? And he wants me to say, I think you're a cheater. I think, you know. Right. And I really wanted to, but we still had a chance to win the game, so I couldn't say it. And he just looked at me. And uh, what I really wanted to say, it's because you're overweight, the game's too fast for you, and you'd rather make $3,500 a game coaching for Huggins than in the Horizon League making 2000 a game. But if I had said that, because that was probably the truth, I don't think I would have seen the end of the game, and we would have lost four points. Well, maybe only two points because they couldn't make free throws that night. So, right. Um, but I didn't want to do that to my team. But that's how screwed up these games are, you know, when you play that game. So then we go to Oklahoma State. Same guy's on the court. <laughs> Same guy. 
at halftime, we're ahead 30 to 22. And I don't know if you guys know this or not. We hadn't shot a free throw. Had not shot a free throw, and we were ahead 30 to 22. It's a factual statement. And Smitty, tell him, this guy stops the game with about four minutes to go in the first half and gives me a bench warning, and I hadn't said a word to him the whole night, not a word. Jamal Kane shot a shot. The ball was going down into the rim, and he blocks it. They're, they block it out of bounds. No, He comes by my bench, and I said, well, I guess Big 12 officials just don't know what goaltending is. <laughs> Blows the whistle, goes over, makes a big production in front of everybody like he's in charge of me. This is a bench warning. One more word out of this guy. You know, so everybody in the, you know, the stands could hear him that he's in charge. And I, and I just, Smitty looked at me and said, what'd you say? And I told him. And he said, we're not, the referee said, we're not talking about history in this game or some, some stupid thing like that. That's what I got to deal with in those games. I know, which is why I couldn't do your job, man. There's, there's no way. I'm, I know I'm going to get in trouble for telling that story. I know. I, you, see, I, yeah, you see Smitty I'm over gonna, there? I'm Smitty's get, trying not to look. I'm going to get a phone call. Smitty knows. I don't care. DJ, it's too. It's the truth. I didn't DJ's tell DJ's over there the looking truth. the other direction like he's not a part of it. <laughs> like he's not even here. He didn't want me to say he was here. There was uh, nothing in that story that was exaggerated. <laughs> nothing. This, it, can't confirm like it always happens right in front of me because I'm right next to the bench. So that's. That's the way it always goes down. Uh, BK McDonald wants to know any idea when the tip-off time for the Michigan State game will be announced. Figure it's up to whatever network ultimately airs it, but any knowledge is appreciated. It's going to be 7.30. 7.30. 7.30, and we chose that time on a Tuesday on the holiday week that we thought, you know, in our history of the playing Michigan State on that week, the closer we get to Christmas and the later we play, the bigger the crowds are because, you know, people want to do stuff with their kids. So right. that's why we chose that. Network-wise, I don't think it's going to be on a network because ESPN can't do it, and they own the rights. And I'll probably get in trouble for saying this too, but they won't let us sell the rights because they own them. So I don't, I don't understand why if they can't do it, they wouldn't let us sell the rights. But that's that's the truth. Or we could just televise it, Camp. We are. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. That's okay. we're going to televise it. We are going to televise it. But that's I don't true. know. I don't. I don't think we expand out onto the west coast unfortunately Uh, but you know maybe maybe late in that game espn might come on over and and see what's going on plug in if if it's going away maybe it could go yeah uh, absolutely uh we got a couple more to get to here camp we'll rifle through these uh horizon matt wants to know i got two questions for you if it hasn't been asked at this point can we get an injury update especially on micah as well as zion micah practice full goal today um not well. Uh, I don't know if that's the ankle or if that was just, you know, the uh, – we did not have a good practice today. Uh, we had a really good one yesterday, though, so I don't know if it's – you know, I think they just want to play. Uh, you know, at times they get tired of me. They want to get out on the court and play. So, um, But he was – you know, I, I'd say he's 95%. He's going to play. He's going to try. He will start the game unless something goes wrong in, in the uh, pre – pre-game warm-up he'll start the game or shoot around tomorrow uh how how long he can go we'll see um we're not going to save him i I think toledo's way more important game than alabama you know i I think we have to win the toledo game if we want to continue the momentum that we've got um and zion had his first practice of the year on monday 
today he did not practice. So, and that was done by our trainer. You're going to practice, you're going to take a day off, we're going to see what happens to the knee. Um, he felt good. Uh, he'll, he'll go through shoot around tomorrow. He'll get some shots up after the game. He'll practice with us Thursday and he'll make the trip. I do not think he'll play uh, at Alabama or down in Florida. But if, if we get some injuries or if Micah can't go and he can, we might throw him out there. I don't want to. I'd like to get him his first action. Probably Bowling Green would be where I would really be trying to get him his first. I don't want to mess with our team going into those two league games. Having to play league games in December is a new deal. And, uh, you know, I don't want to mess with our chemistry. All right, we'll do this, Camp. We'll take a break. we got about four more to get to. Okay. So we'll, we'll take the break. We'll come back. We'll fire through those four. Give me your thoughts on Toledo and Alabama and uh, Florida uh, real quick. So we got a lot to get to, not a lot of time to do it. We'll be right back with more. Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the interactive home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay. Get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA. This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for, Lisa. How was your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at HenryFord.com slash sports. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468. 1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group live at RJ's Pub. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is the coach, Greg Campy. Big shout out to our guy back in the studio, Jimmy Kennedy, holding it down on the Bet 1270, your radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball, 97.1 HD3 as well. Jimmy Kennedy, former. Uh, He's a Golden Grizzly alum as well, so it's all in the family here tonight. And, Cam, before we get back to these uh, Twitter questions, got to send a big, big shout-out to Eric Pogue and the men's soccer team qualifying for yeah, the NCAA awesome. tournament. That's so awesome. I'm so happy for him. And their staff worked so hard. They, they knew they were going to be good. And you have a target on your back like they did, and they came through with it. Uh, started slow and then just belted their way through the end of the season. I'm so happy for him. He works very hard. He's a hell of a coach. And, 
great for those kids. One, one, nine of their last ten matches coming yeah. down the stretch. They're coming in hot as they go to Northern mm-hmm. Illinois, taking on the number one goal scorer uh, in the nation. So certainly that'll be a fun game. Eric, Eric's soccer games are always fun. Always uh, lots of action in there. Uh, Horizon Matt, second question he had: What was the coolest message you got after the Oklahoma State upset? Oh. Yeah, I, I had 150 texts. You know, when I got to my phone, um, the coolest one, uh, probably from my son, you know, a little video from my grandson. So that'd probably be the best. Take that one. Yep. Uh, Nick Pumford on our hashtag Ask Campy. What's Camp's current golf handicap? Ask Campy. Where are you sitting at these days? We don't want to talk about that now. We're we're talking about basketball. It's good enough to beat him, though, especially especially when I get it that many strokes. Yeah. So you can fill in the blanks there. You know you're not going to get the uh, you're not going to get the honesty. So when we do one. the golf the golf show uh, radio show, do we ask Nick what happened the last time he and I played? We will. Okay, we'll, we'll do that one. Well, and when he answers that, then I'll answer the, what my handicap is. At <laughs> uh, MD Fun wants to know hashtag Ask Campy with Loyola going to the Atlantic Ten. Any chance we could get a home and home with them in the next few years? Uh, who knows? I mean, I. I with the way with the way we're scheduling in the league and with the 22 league games, it's going to make scheduling very difficult because we have to have five neutral site or home games each year. So home and homes are they're a hard thing to do, and we're kind of booked with uh, Bowling Green and Toledo for a few years. So it's going to be a couple of years before you see a lot of change in the schedule. Uh, our guy Pittsburgh Marty says uh, outstanding performance against Oklahoma State last Friday. Defense rebounding were terrific. Without sharing all the secrets, what are some of the things you're working on offensively? What sort of offensive wrinkles might we see going forward? And that was kind of my point, Camp. It's not like you guys are shooting, you know, shooting the air out of the ball. Uh, you know what I'm uh, saying? We, we've got to we've got to get more f- fluent on offense. Our, uh, there's too much dribble. Um, there's players making plays, which in those games you have to have because you know it's just the way it is. Um, it's there. Those games are way more physical than what we'll play in league play. And, and, you know, I'm talking about officiating and that. I mean, it's it, it, you expect that in those games. I mean, I, I, what I just said about that was just a story, the truth. I, I'm not upset about it. It's just it's like that everywhere we yeah. go. I mean, it was tough at Oklahoma State. We found a way to win the game. That's and, a little and, secret. And I will it. say this about officials, uh, the good ones. Um, you get into that game like that, and it's down the stretch. That game was called great. That last 10 minutes of that game was called great. Uh, our kids proved they could play there and got a chance. And, and the offic- I mean, we had some calls go against us, and Oklahoma State had a call, call go against them. I mean, that, that foul on Jalen on the three-point shot, they, they didn't have to call that. He didn't want to. Uh, I'm just well, telling you. You, can't, I, you saw it. You know he didn't want to. I'm not going to go into that, but, <laughs> but we got the call. So, yeah. you know, officials are good, honest people. They are. I mean, it's a tough job they have. And, you know, our, my livelihood is based on that. And so there's emotion from all sides on it. But that is good. And, Marty, as far as our offense, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot better offensive team uh, tomorrow night, I think. We're going to be able to field the post tomorrow night. We're going to be able to get the ball where we want to get it. We had a hard time getting the ball where we want to get it against those two teams. Uh, last one here, Gene Grabowski wants to know, Coach, you've often referred to the growth of analytics within the program. Please help explain how they are used and if the biggest challenge is gathering the data or performing the analysis. Um, I, we pay. We paid for the data gathered, and we pay for the analysis. I, I mean, I open an email five minutes after game, and the whole game is analyzed. 
you, you ask for a stat, I can tell you. I can tell you how many shots we, t at what time in the shot clock they were taken, what, what our points per possession were the last six seconds of the shot clock or the first six seconds of the shot clock. I can, can tell you anything through this, this uh, program that we have. And we use them. Uh, you know, we don't live and die by them, but we use them. And uh, I will say this, other than baseline analytics, you really don't know about your team until you've played eight to ten games. And so we're, we're gathering the data now that's going to tell us who should be on the court and what we should be doing in the last five minutes of a game or something like that. So it's going to take eight to ten games to get a true analytics. But, for example, I got an email tonight from the company saying, okay, this is Toledo historically does this on offense, so our goal points per possession against them should be 1.06. I don't like that. I, I want to be below one. But because of Toledo's offensive ability, the analytics show that if, you, if we hold them below a 1.06, we'll have a really good chance to win the game. And so we know that, but we still got to go do it. You know, Kip, you look at it too with Toledo – and we talk about five stars and McDonald's All-Americans and athleticism and stuff like that. Toledo's a, a totally different challenge in that you have shooters now that, that can shoot the basketball and, you know, they're not looking to get out on a break and, and start a 12-0 run and fly in transition and all that kind of stuff. They're looking for shots. If they get open shots, they will make them. Yeah, and they've got a two-headed monster in, in, uh, in Rollins and, and Shumate. They've got two really, really good players. Rollins could be the player of the year in the MAC, and Shumate could be a first-team All-Leaguer in that league. And so anytime you have two players of that caliber, you're going to, you have a team that can win any game. And, uh, I'm sure they're coming in here believing they've beaten us four times in a row. I read that today. I didn't realize that. I, really? That, that doesn't make me happy. Yeah. Um, but they've, we, they've been tough on us the last few years. And so they, I, two years ago, they beat us here on a last second play. And, um, you know, it's going to be a hell of a game. Absolutely. Certainly hope to see everybody come out to the old arena tomorrow. As Campy said, uh, tickets drying up a little bit. So hopefully we can see everybody get out there. Uh, as we were talking about camp this week, probably the busiest week of the year. The game against Toledo tomorrow, Friday, national championship contender in Alabama, and then the tournament in South Florida. Games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday against Vermont. This is a heck of a stretch of basketball right now. This will be a meat grinder, make no mistake. Yeah, and we're going to – don't think that we're going to be able to play – five games in, in seven days, eight days, five games in eight days and not have a bad game in there. You know, I mean, we're, just, we're still freshmen and a couple veterans, you know, and I just, what I'm looking for is we've we got to get the wins we can get and we've got to continue to play with the intensity and emotion that we, that we have defensively and learn and grow from this eight-day stretch. It, it's five games against really good teams in eight days. Yeah, no, that, that is what it is. And uh, Camp, that Alabama team, man, they, they could be special this they're, year. They're really good. They're really good. They're, Pe people might not know that, recognize that, but they, they are unbelievable. They're in the same level as Purdue, and you're watching what Purdue's doing right now to Wright State. So 51 to 17 at halftime. So I hadn't seen that since North Carolina, Camp. Yeah, we came back in that game. We only lost that game by 20. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. I was looking at scores the other day. I was shocked by that because I, I just remember Ray Williams coming up to me after a game and saying that's the best half of basketball we've ever played.
So that's something from coming from that guy. <laughs> He's, he knows a thing or two about winning. Got anything else, Cam? Got about 30 seconds. No, I'm good to go. Just thank everybody, and let's get everybody out to the game tomorrow. Our kids deserve it, and it'll be a lot of fun. It should be a really good college basketball game, and let's make that place as loud as we can. Absolutely. Big thank you to Trey and Skip Townsend for coming out, Coach Campy, and you guys as well. Everybody here every single week for the Greg Campy Show. Big thank you to you guys and everybody listening on the radio as well. For the Coach Greg Campy, my name is Neil Rule. See you tomorrow at the arena, everybody. Well, See you later.